coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Shall we go hunt down some banditos? We've lost a lot of good men trying. Good thing it's only one man and two ladies then. You don't see very many buildings at all. There's the saloon. Oh, thank God. Shouldn't you be sucking on your mama's teeth? Let's go, partner. All right. Not only do you shoot the gun out of his hand, but... Watch him explode in a million brilliant little pieces. All right, who was it? Who's dead? Retribution's gonna come hard. Do you think we're going to surrender to any of you, especially legs of a woman? This should be nice. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 97. We are embarking on the first of several sessions of Everywhen, a generic system powered by Barbarians of Lemuria by Simon Washburn. It's an elegant, simple system and I'm looking forward to getting to know it better as we go. We are sort of using the setting Blood Sundown, which is a Wild West setting which incorporates supernatural elements. I tell you this in case you want to investigate it on your own, but I'll also tell you that for right now we are not using the supernatural elements. I have nothing against them. I just want to get familiar with the game as a normal Western and then put some supernatural stuff in there. But I like to keep my players wondering. I don't like when you can easily go on the assumption that whatever mystery needs solving is of a supernatural slant. I like where sometimes it's supernatural and sometimes it's just an angry cattle baron. You just don't know until you investigate. So that's how I'm running this. But I will say one thing, I skew toward pulpy westerns so that's more what we're gonna get. And it's funny, I've noticed that there are times when I've gotten so used to role-playing games of the West being dark and gritty that I'm very glad that my players, they almost have to remind me through their character's actions, hey, you said you wanted a pulpy Western. <laughs> but I love it because it surprises and delights me when that happens and uh, I can go with it and it puts me back on track. So I think it actually works better because there's a decent balance between the dark and the pulpy. So having said that, enough about what the game's going to be. Let's get to the game. Our cast introduces their characters. So I'll just tell you, we've got yours truly as the game master. We got Dirk and we've got Zophor and we've got Manissa. That's all you need to know. The rest is going to come through in the session itself. So let's get to it. Without further ado, head through those batwing doors. Get yourself a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage. Sit back, relax, and let us spin you a rip-roaring yarn as we present to you Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 97, Tumbleweed. discussing how because these are slightly different characters so the storyline might be a little bit different than what we wrote down for yes the in fact i should bring one. the potential listeners up to speed we played savage worlds for a brief period of time and we had characters for a game which we didn't really think was suiting our needs the way we wanted it to and we liked the characters so much we decided collectively to convert them over within the limits of the way this new system works. So we have our characters statted out and they will be introduced. Well, actually, why don't we do that first? And then we can go back to how did y'all start working together? So, uh, so for, since you are first in alphabetical order, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know why, but it's funny. <laughs> actually, that's true. Technically, you're last in alphabetical order. That's just sad. My brain, even though I said so for, was thinking Christo for. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it represents. So. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but also, best begins with a B. So that is my character's first in alphabetical order. You know, that's what I was actually going with. Uh-huh, sure. Wait. 
I mean, he's editing, so that's how it's going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm keeping all this in. It <laughs> makes me look like an idiot. I keep in because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun, exactly. So, may I introduce to you Bess the Whip. When Bess was a little, little girl, young girl, um, her family was traveling west via train, and they stopped in this town, and she was playing with her brother on the back of the train, and the train started to take off, and it jolted and shook, and she fell off the train and was abandoned in town by herself. Her family went off to start a new life without her. I'm sure they looked for her, but that's just shrouded in mystery to her. She was just six or seven. She had lived a good life, and so she didn't have really survival skills, and she almost starved to death. She was taken in by Goldie, who ran the professional ladies guild. Whorehouse, come on. Yeah, the whorehouse. Um, And so she was raised up, and eventually she... Got to companion stronghold. Thank you very much. <laughs> eventually, she. <laughs> I might be speaking to her. anyway. Eventually, she got an opportunity to work because she knew the business. She knew the ladies, and she really wanted to. And one time, while she had a customer at his most vulnerable, she realized that she had seen his face on a wanted poster. And so she took advantage of his vulnerability and earned her first bounty and realized that that was a much easier way to make a living. And so she changed professions. She uses some of the skills of charm and grace and flirting to get her way. But her primary profession is bounty hunter. And she's known as Bessel Whip because she has a trademark weapon of a Colt 45. No, I'm joking. Of a whip. And that is best in way too many words not too many words that is great stuff and i just realized in the interest of chivalry i probably should have had manissa go first but i didn't so i'm just a horrible we're roommates chivalry was dead like six years ago Yeah, there's that also you can always rearrange the order i could but (laughs) i've got enough yeah well i already had to do that with the one i'm working on now because i decided let's introduce our characters way after the recap and i thought that's dumb so then i had to switch (laughs) Go ahead, Dirk. Tell us about your character. Henry Pollardale. He was born to upper-class Boston family, but he'd always read the tales of the West and attended the Wild West shows and always wanted to go prove himself on the frontier. So he decided to drop out of law school and head West. And I think he had run into Bess soon after he got out there and helped her in apprehending one of her bounties and thought that was interesting and just decided to hang around with her. All right. Well, that's good for what was going to be my next question. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, especially because she has food cooking is <laughs> Manissa. Tell us about your character. Oh, thank you. Great. <coughs> Game master. I can't even say it. I choke on it. Okay. Um, my name is Shay. I am a medicine woman warrior. I have been training all my life and I am on a spiritual journey trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. The warrior side of me loves to fight, but the medicine woman's side of me, my mom's influence, I really have a conflict there because I love to heal people and help people. And I did have a friend with me, a wolf named Lork, but Brother Wolf had to leave and go back to his people. So Sister Puma is helping me out at this moment. And her name is Kitty. Okay. May I ask a question? What? Do you still have a wolf? Brother Wolf went back to his people. So you upgraded. (laughs) First animal spirit guy that came to me was the animal I chose. Awesome. Okay. I just was asking because I didn't know. And for weapons, I carry a 1874 shot buffalo rifle, a 1873 coat, and a tommyhawk. Yes, she is loaded for bear, quite literally. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we know how Bess and Henry came to work together. How did you all get entangled with Shay? Oh, I'll let somebody else make up that part of the story. Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I think we met Shay on the trail. We were trying to track down a bounty and and he'd gone off into the wilderness and we were trying to track him and somehow we got his horse. Do you have a horse, Shay? Nope. I ride on my Puma. I had a short story worked out. It might still work for this. My thought was you guys were riding on the trail and you've been traveling and heard all these weird tales about this woman vanishing in front of people's very eyes, almost riding on this big cat. And everybody thought they were hallucinating. And you guys happened to spot a puma mountain lion up on the cliff above you. And you guys started talking about the rumors you hear while keeping an eye on the cat. And I come out of the bushes right next to you guys. Hi, how are you doing? And the rest is history. history, yeah. Okay, I guess the better question that I was thinking of was why do you guys stay together, given that your stories are so different? Because we're all trying to make a better, for my part, you guys are all trying to hunt down the bad guys, make a better world. And even though we're so different, our different abilities covers a lot of ground. So we have each other's backs. You always want to find people who can round out your team. Okay. That sounds reasonable. All the people Bess goes after, they have to be bad guys, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't have a bounty on them. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's what she tells me anyway. It's a victimless (laughs) crime. Yeah, no, they they, they wouldn't. (laughs) What's a victimless crime? Being on a bounty? Oh, oh. Okay. I don't think it's illegal, actually. No, it's uh, well, it's, that's up to you to decide. But I assume the government's putting out the one posters there for. Yeah, I mean, marshals and sheriff, you know, they don't love the fact yeah. that y'all are out there, but. Yeah, plus, they're just a heck of a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> okay. Yes, because we never know how the others are going to react, and it's fascinating to watch. That's true. One thing I'm struck by with. Bess's character is, even though she is in a profession that often characterizes itself as kind of the lone wolf idea, her love of performing and charming and whatnot requires other people to be around them in some form. Well, see, unlike your traditional bounty hunter who is a tough guy, she just wants some money. Uh, (laughs) This is just an easy way to make a buck. She's got good friends she's doing with, and she has skills that those loner men don't and yeah, she is an exhibitionist and hankers for admiration. Yeah, she's yeah. not your traditional bounty hunter. Now, there are certain... I'm going to be studying up on some of this over the coming weeks. I'm keeping things very basic. So, like, the social interaction rules, I don't know. I have not even... Um, so, some of your boons may seem like they're not very effective initially. I ask to be patient. I'm learning as I go. Um, now penalty dice and bonus dice are pretty straightforward. We've been playing Tiny D6, and they basically work the same way. But I have not really read the social interaction rules to see how that boon works. You only actually need two flaws for three boons. So far, you get a boon for free from your origin. But he liked them so much that he took he an extra. decided to take yeah. an extra one. Huh? I guess so far, I guess Bess is just uh, extra flawed. But we free over him. Yeah. Oh, that's what makes her interesting. Yeah, I think what my screen reader, for some strange reason, is interpreting as capital Omega is supposed to be one half. So I'll just put. Yes, it's the capital Omega strength tricks. Yeah. Yeah, that's one half. What the hell? Okay. And the cocky is just part of her basic characterness. Well, that's fine. And I wanted her to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Stop judging. Wow. Besides, it's not like plots have an effect on the game. Uh, no, they just have an effect on... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Not only is he having computer troubles, he's sick, too. Jeez. So what you're saying is he's a silent. I don't know. That might be giving him too much credit sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have two backpacks? Um, yep. Okay. I've got my utility backpack that I carry all my gear in. And then I have my tiny backpack that's really a purse that's got the 
two arm straps and the rest in the center of my back, but it makes me look cool and young. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Manessa, don't you? Yeah. Okay. My daughter has one of those. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, okay. I was skimming and I thought I missed it. You did not specify what her, and it's fine what her dream is. We just know she has a dream that she's trying to save for. Or did I miss what the... Well, her dream, I might not have said her, her dream is to buy a peach farm and she wants to be a peach farm. She wants to have a peach plantation with a bunch of good-looking men doing a lot of farm work shirtless while she sits on the patio, sipping <laughs> iced tea and eating peaches and being a woman of love. Hey, that's farm. a good job. He can get it. Yeah. Sounds like she'll well, be moving to Georgia at some point. Georgia. Well, or something, yeah. Uh, or where, I mean, if that's where peaches grow. That is. Um, Most of, of the main, well. One of the yeah, main streets in Atlanta is Peachtree Avenue for that very reason. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, when she was a working girl, one of her clients liked her so much, she shared a peach with her. She just loved it. It was so different and unique and sweet. And, and she wanted her life to about peaches from that point forward and so that's why she's a bounty hunter because that's the quickest easiest way to make a lot of money and it's using her old profession it's really easy to get men vulnerable and then put shackles on them all right yeah they practically let her do it sometimes exactly <laughs> all right well we are using a very stripped down version of the everyone system which is powered by barbarians of lemuria um, because I'm still deciding whether I even want to use a lot of the expansions that everyone offers. Uh, we're mainly going with Legendary for now. I may change certain things uh, as we go through this, because I don't. we're not going to get this done in one shot. And I'd actually, I'm, I'm really excited about this system, so I'm hoping that we all take to it, because it satisfies my requirements. At least it has when I've played in it. I've never run it before. But if you want a taste of what it is, you can go back to Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 44, and we play it. We play Barbarians of Lemuria as Barbarians of Lemuria. Here, we're playing it as a Western setting. Uh, I can't even say it's Blood Sundown, because that's an everyone setting that is Western, but they involve supernatural aspects that I'm not going to use right now. They might come into play later. They might not. And even if they do, it's not going to be... From now on, every week is going to have supernatural elements to it, because I think it's more fun if you're not sure. But the core, the basic mechanic of Barbarians of Lemuria, and therefore everyone, is you roll 2d6, you add your attribute, of which there are four, strength, agility, mind, and appeal, and you add a score from an applicable either combat ability or career, depending on what you're trying to do. And in doing all that, you are trying to get nine or... Oh, and then you add or subtract difficulty modifiers and other modifiers and all told you want to get a number nine or greater and that's how you succeed if you roll double sixes on your two-sided or two-sided if you if you roll double sixes on your dice that's always a success and if it would have been a success even without the 12 then it becomes a mighty success and if you spend a hero point you can turn that into a legendary success and those Two things make really cool things happen, even above and beyond just succeeding at your task. And as it's sort of self-explanatory, you've got a mighty success has one cool thing and legendary is just holy crap. They'll be talking about this for days, for weeks, maybe even for years. And that is the core mechanic. It's pretty straightforward. So having said all that, we'll get into other stuff as it comes up. The adventure is entitled Tumbleweed. And I would like to thank Todd Downing for writing this adventure, even though it was not made for this particular game. But I've adapted it because it's a pretty simple, straightforward story. And I thought it'd be good to kick off while we learn how this system works. Now, as our story opens, I do have a question. What makes the town of Tumbleweed famous is that it's a Wells Fargo coach stop and has a modestly prosperous copper mine. Knowing that, why are you all headed? Because I have my own ideas of why it could be. They're your characters, so what brings you to Tumbleweed? Well, Bess, do you have a bounty here? Yeah. Bess has a bounty, and it's the closest place to get supplies and take a bath and step in line. Okay. And who knows? Maybe while we're there, we'll do a little bit of prospecting and see what we find. I am not going to dig in the dirt. I might break (laughs) a nail. (laughs) No, no. You can sit there. 
and sip champagne. It's okay. That does play to my strengths, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. I would not let you break a nail. Uh, now these, these are my money makers. Look at them. Us goals have to stick together. And as you approach the town, you notice what you don't see. The town's kind of got a gloomy air about it. There are no churches. You don't see very many buildings at all. There's the saloon. Oh, thank God. <laughs> are you going to say? Come on. And you don't see anybody really about. Yeah, this place is usually bustling. I wonder what's going on. It um, is. I'm dreary. If there's anybody in the saloon. Yeah, let's go check to see what's going on. Most people do gather in the saloon, so hey, we can slake our thirst and get information. And maybe pick up some cash. If your bounty's there, we will get your bounty. I mean, there are other ways to make cash, too. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Zofor, why don't you make a roll using your Mind and bounty. Mind and bounty. Uh, and mind is zero, bounty a one. Okay. And two D six? Yep. And I'm trying to get nine? Yep. I got six. Ah, well, all right. <laughs> well, you remember that you read some wanted posters somewhere that there was some bounty in this town, but you don't I know we're looking for, for a gentleman in this town. Um uh, uh, I I distinctly remember he's not the best looking individual we've ever hunted down, but you can't um, remember. I mean, it, he, I remember that it was for a two thousand dollar bounty. Actually, <coughs> it was five hundred dollar. I remember it was a five hundred dollar bounty. I remember the money. I, but... I'm so glad you're paying attention to the important details. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, had to make sure it was worth our while. I don't know what that disembodied voice was. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, maybe it was a different sign. I was. <laughs> <laughs> really, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> um, now that I think about it. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go to the saloon anyway. And, you know, usually you're nice and hitch your horses out front. I don't have a horse, so I feel very calm riding my riding Sheena, my Puma, into the saloon to see what's going on. Well, I think I should. We both are allowed in saloons. No pets allowed. That's the rule. Is it? there a sign that yeah. says that? I think it's one of those unwritten rules, being Mm -hmm. as a lot of miners are illiterate, and so what good does a written rule do them? You know, I'm just an ignorant redskin. I didn't know no better. (laughs) Oh, darling, don't put yourself down. You are. (laughs) You're a worthy person. We love you. Yes, but I have no problem playing dumb if the circumstances calls for it. And you do it well, dear. (laughs) I try. Okay, well, I might check the offices for bounty posters after we get at least one drink in the saloon. This trail has been dry, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so is Tumbleweed desert or mountain area? They're mining copper, so... If there's a dried up river or stream, you can mine minerals from that, too. So it could be anywhere. We just have to know what kind of terrain we're dealing with. Well, it's kind of on the desert outskirts. It's not, like, in the heart of the desert, because... Like I said, it's a stop for the Wells Fargo. So um, it's Badlands. Yes. Oh. You do that drink, Beth. Well, thank you, Hank. You are such a gentleman. I'll walk up and hold the saloon door open for my two companions. All right. Y'all pitch the horses and lion up to the, or mountain lion. I guess I should differentiate because they are two different beasts. Or for the sake of shortness, we can just call it a puma. Puma. Okay. Because it's basically the same animal. Okay. Now, now. When we go inside, do not yep. eat the horses, okay? Good girl. Yeah, you leave my nugget alone. She's used to your guys' horses. I'm not too worried about them. Some of the other horses now might disappear. <laughs> and it looks like there oh. are a few horses. On. It doesn't look like it's very crowded in there. What were you going to say, Zilfer? Oh, I was going to ask if there were other horses. Yeah. There are a few. So you push through the batwing doors, and, yes. and uh, there's a... Piano player playing a slow Steve Foster tune. Certainly not the peppy Oh Susanna that you are used to in these places. And you really kind of wish they would learn some new music, but this is a little on the depressing side. There are a couple gents playing poker, and one guy in particular is obviously three sheets to the wind. Hey, hey, who is that? Just came in here. Holy Moses. None of us are named Moses. 
the barman says, Twitchy, just simmer down here. You shut up! And he looks over at Henry. Now, I suppose I can get behind, uh... Actually, you know what? Hang on, because I'm making <laughs> assumptions that may not be true. Does Bess look like pretty... I mean, she has the vanity going on so does she look like she could carry her own weight in a fight well she is in her traveling clothes right um slash bounty hunter so she's wearing pants she does have her whip looped at her belt and she's okay. got a blouse on and a hat and a bandolier so she looks ladylike but also like she is not a weak and helpless individual okay then uh, I, I can kind of understand bringing a woman into a saloon, but a tenderfoot? And he looks over at Henry. Shouldn't you be sucking on your mama's teeth rather than trying to... Wow, he's really drunk and smart. I appreciate your uh, uh, humorous witticisms, my friend. Uh, I assure you I am more than capable. Oh, you you appreciate my witticisms. Don't mind don't mind him. He's just drunk. That's all. He, he Oh, don't mean anything by it, do I? Oh, now, Twitchy, I can assure you, Hank here is more than capable, if you know what I mean. Oh, is he? Well, let's just see how capable he is. You got a, you got a gun on you, mister? Oh, yeah. Actually, I guess you'd be able to see if you had yeah. a gun. Yeah. So it's not a question. You got a gun on you, mister? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Uh, <laughs> you got a gun on you, mister. Let's see you use it. All right. I quickly draw it and try to shoot his hat off. Ooh, shooting the hat mm. off. Okay. Roll agility and add six. Ranged? Not yet. We're rolling for initiative. Ah. You both have fast draw, so I got to see. Or it's a fast draw is what I'm saying. Ooh. Oh, agility and anything else. You know what? You could add your gun. Your gunslinger is zero. Yeah. But that would be something you could add. Does he have anything in deep? Yeah, no, well, you're not uh, drawing. We're not doing the shooting yet. We're just seeing yeah. who's initiative, right? Yeah, Which I have zero in, so it's just a d6. Okay, then I guess it's just a d6, not two d6, right? Yep. Okay. Well, I got three. Oh wow, he definitely gets the draw on you. He rolled seven. Okay, oh, so okay. he's shooting at you. He has a range of one. Y'all are at close. I think we're not well. I am terrible at depth. I'm going to say you're at moderate range because that's a zero modifier. So it's like, <laughs> oh, good God. He just rolled box cars. He definitely hit and he has range of one. I will confess. One thing I don't understand is it says if the roll would have succeeded anyway without the 12, but you're trying to roll over nine. So I guess if you had penalties. Yeah. So I don't think it's a mighty success because you don't. <laughs> Got any penalties for being drunk? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and yeah, sitting is, down. Well, he okay. Do I really need to? He jumps to his feet to draw his gun. He's probably not going to do that from a seated position. Although I guess you could. But yeah, if you just go by attributes, he only would have had like two. So I don't know what that means when it says if he would have succeeded anyway. I will investigate that. But for now, he hit. I'm not going to say it was a mighty success, but he did hit. So with his pistol, he takes. Good God, six points of. Wow, lifeblood. Now, you do have hero points, and yeah, you have yeah. an extra hero point. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll spend a hero point to reduce that. Okay. Let's uh, roll a d6 to reduce it, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's four. That's four. That's still better than six. Yeah. You were both drawing. Drew was going to shoot his half. His half. I'm going to put a minus two on that roll, because that's a pretty tricky shot. Yeah, right. Hero point spending. Did I spend stuff before or after? Uh, I think you can do either one. Two. We'll say you can do it either either one it's, for now. Yeah, because it says it's talking about rolling again. So Yeah, okay. in which case you have to have rolled the first time. Usually. <laughs> okay. And I add my agility and ranged. Yes. Okay, give me 11. Defense is zero. Oh, you just made it. Nine. That's perfect. Okay. So his hat goes flying off. Hey! And some of the people are kind of staring. Wow, that was some good shooting there. And he's, why you? And he said, we can settle this. We don't need... He's torn. Does he want to shoot back at you? Or is he... He's so drunk. He's just sort of like... If he's delaying, then I'm going to try to shoot the gun out of his hand. I'd say that's about the same penalty, minus two. Um, I'm wondering if I'm being... We'll go with that, because that's a very pulpy thing to do. Fine, because I got boxcars. 
Nice. Yes. Very nice. Okay. Then that definitely succeeds. And you would have, okay, I guess that's what it means. If you would have succeeded with a 12 anyway. Yeah, I would have. It would have okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because it's, uh, yeah, the boxcars always succeed. So I guess they're saying, yeah, and if that boxcars would have made, although it'd be, if you had had like a huge, like you said, huge penalty. Yeah. If I had a penalty and I didn't have anything to add to it. Right, it right. All right, so that's a mighty success then. Not only do you shoot the gun out of his hand, but you catch the gun in your other hand. <laughs> I look at somebody go, can somebody help this guy to the local sheriff or something? He needs to sleep this off. I don't need no help. I take care of myself. And he throws his bottle to the ground, smashes it, and he gets up and huffs out and slams his way through. I was going to say slams the door, but it's batwing doors. <laughs> no point <laughs> trying to slam those. <laughs> no, but after he goes through, they're swaying wildly for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Barkeep says, all right, y'all get your drinks on the house. That was amazing. But his enthusiasm is short-lived. I worry, because there's definitely going to be repercussions that y'all are new in town, the looks of you. Who was that? Oh, that there was Paul Quinlan. We call him Twitchy, but uh, he's a member of the Skeleton Gang. You didn't look that thin. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to keep up with them, they, he should drink less because that liquor helps you gain weight pretty quickly there. Well, make no bones about it. He's part of the skeleton gang. Is the there doors. a bounty out on them? Wow, uh, have to talk to Sheriff about that. And as if on cue, through the batwing doors comes a man with a star on his chest or whatever makes the sheriff. It's I hate sometimes not. It's the sheriff. I don't know if you can see who the sheriff is when they come yeah, in. Like if there's a uniform. Wear, he's usually wearing a, a star. Okay, a I knew Marshall's wore a star. I didn't know if sheriffs do as well. Okay, so yeah, he's got his star on, and he says, "All right, uh, all right. Who was it? Who's dead? Who did we lose this time?" One of the girls comes running downstairs. No, no, sheriff Gideon. We didn't lose anybody. This man, right? here drove twitchy quinlan out of the saloon he look at that that was his gun right there in his hand he shot it right out of his hand and his hat right there on the floor that's his hat it was amazing actually i guess you can see all that from up well she could have been up on the balcony watching yeah we're gonna go with that and he says is this true as she said officer here's the hooligan's gun and hand it over to him <sighs> what's the matter sheriff you know what kind of hell you just brought down on all of us you humiliated him at very least skeleton bill don't take kindly to that kind of thing tall oh now sheriff a big strong man such as yourself mighty good looking too you gotta be capable of protecting this town you're not afraid of some silly old gang are you i didn't used to be of course i didn't used to be sheriff uh yeah. barkeep get these folks some drinks oh my goodness everyone is just buying us drinks we're so popular around here yes i would love another sarsaparilla thank you <laughs> and and i would like some whiskey please i'll get right on that and he says, no, I'm the eighth sheriff in as many months in this town. We I'm Sheriff the Eighth I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not been much fun here in Tumbleweed in the last year or so. We haven't all been killed. A couple of them quit. And then uh, Roscoe Finnegan was cut down and Jedediah Polecat was, they hung him. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, well, so at this point, I hate to say it, I know it makes me look yellow, and maybe I am, but I mean, there's no law in this town anymore. We don't even have schools operate. The kids are just running wild, and my boy got, I mean, I had to arrest him for pickpocketing, for God's sake. Well, with all this havoc they're wreaking, I'm sure there's a mighty fine reward out for those gentlemen. Uh, how much would that be, Sheriff? Actually, your memory is coming back, and you remember something when he said skeleton bill. That triggered the, oh, lightning flash in your head. He's wanted in three territories for murder and train robbery. And the reward for him is $500. And there's also a reward for $200 for his lieutenant, Lobo Azure. And he's a brawny Mexican bandito known to carry up to a dozen pistols on his person. Both of them are wanted dead or alive. And then the others in the gang are wanted for $50 a pop. How many are there in total? The thing to say. The sheriff, sheriff says, well, I've counted at least 20. I'm sure we can take care of them for you, Sheriff. Well, now, now wait a minute there. <laughs> Don't be so hasty, Hank. I mean, there, there's, I, I 
how there's a family ward out for him, but but this town and especially this fine, strong, upsounding sheriff, um, I'm sure they would like to also contribute to the heroes who are going to rescue them from their plight. Now, wouldn't you, Sheriff? We've lost enough, ma'am. Frankly, I if I thought, well, you didn't see, says the barkeep coming out with your drink orders. You didn't see, Sheriff. You didn't see how he handled Twitchy Quinlan. It was just amazing. It was, I'm telling you, they could write them dime novels I've seen you read. They could make one out of that. I mean, it was that amazing. I'm sure it was, but that's one man, and he's not even one of their good ones. He's just one of them. No, I understand, Sheriff. You're afraid to fulfill your duties. We'll take care of it for you. I'm sure they'll let you continue to collect your salary. Shall we go hunt down some banditos, Shay and Hank? As soon as I finish my sarsaparilla. Rid this town of these ruffians. Yeah, it was getting boring. We need a little bit of exercise. This would be nice. A couple other people come into the saloon and, uh, I heard a shot. Mr. Mayor, these are the people who are going to save us from the skeleton gang. And Mayor says, well, I I wish you better luck than we've had, because I'm sure you've heard. We've lost a lot of good men trying. Well, good thing it's only one man and two ladies, then. (laughs) The one who was singing your praises from upstairs says, you know, she looks at Henry. I'm sure us girls could make it worth your while if you were to help us. That that won't be necessary, ma'am. That's just for a moment, Claire Staggers, but then returns to her poise and churn. We'll do this for the, the sake of the, the children of the town. They should get a good education. Well, all right, but just remember the offer stands. Thank you, man. And, and one of the other it's people. Hat. <laughs> one of the other people who came in. I, I, I'm Seth Tooley. I'm from the, I, I own the general store over there. I, I, I may have some, some, uh, something that might, might help you guys a little bit. If you're serious about this. Oh, and what would that be? Well, if you come over to my store, I'll I'll show you. In the way, good sir. Hey, so. um, on the way out, I'm going to go up to Seth and hold his arm like he's escorting me to a store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's fine, ma'am. I, I, I'd be more than happy to. to oh. You're such a dear, sweet young man. Me knocking back the last of my sarsaparilla, roll my eyes and follow. <laughs> and as you're leaving the saloon, you hear somebody say, my God, is that a puma tied in the hitching post <laughs> over there? <laughs> so he takes you to the general store and he says, I've, I've got some, some dynamite in the root cellar. I, I uh, usually sell it to the miners, but I'll give you as everything I got. I've got, I've got a crate with 50 sticks and I've got 200 feet of fuse and, and you can have it on the house if it'll help. I don't have any detonators, though. Oh, I'm sure we can find something. Indeed. Aren't you just a deer? Well, it's the least we can do for you helping us clean up our town. Oh, your generosity knows no bounds. Thank you, sir. Well, you, we... you... Go ahead, sir. I was just going to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we always love to do a little bit of charity. Work wherever we go. Is there anybody in town who knows where these outlaws make camp? Uh, not that I know of. They just show up and we just count dread time that they'll show up again. And no. You haven't really gone looking, if you know what I mean. And the people who have gone looking haven't lived to tell us where they were. What's, What's the general uh, direction they ride in from? There's really only... Uh, they usually ride in from the south. Well, that, which, uh, Mr. Twitchy just left. Uh, we could probably follow his tracks back to them. Yes, I'm, I'm sure I can track him for you guys. You are a mighty fine tracker, Shay. That's one of the many things I admire about you. It's not my Tommy Hawk? I said one of the many. You do have a beautiful Tommy Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. At that moment, one of the saloon girls comes running up to the store. So by this point, you're at the store. In fact, I was going to just cut him showing you where the dynamite is in his, as I said, root cellar. So he brings it up. And at that moment, one of the saloon girls comes running up and says, Whew, ah, there's three riders just came into town and they're looking for the one who shot Twitchy Quinlan. Well, then I think we should go introduce ourselves. Oh, Henry, I'm disappointed. They only sent three? They are so underestimating you. Do you even need our help? Well, I'm sure I can handle it, but I wouldn't want to interfere with your chance, that glory. Oh, you're just the sweetest little thing. Oh, it, so it, generous of you. 
is uh, somebody gonna gonna help me prep this dynamite or am i doing it all by myself here i can help a little mr tulia and he looks to the three of you well i used to have a friend on the trail who taught me a thing or two about dynamite before he went and got himself blowed up poor sweet vegemite <laughs> um i can help rig up the dynamite okay okay so I'm assuming Henry's going to intercept mm-hmm. these. And Shay, are you going with him or are you helping Bess with the dynamite? Oh, I think there I want to go. 50 sticks. I think I want to go watch the show just in case. <laughs> Let's go, partner. All right. Such a beautiful day today. <laughs> the smell of blood will just add that extra essence that the place needs. <laughs> <sighs> Something not right with that child. They've had us all gather out in our town square, such as it is, which there's really nothing to that. I'm sure at one point it was the hive of hustle and bustle in tumbleweed, but now it's pretty well just... Dead. Yeah, but the townsfolk are being ushered out of their houses and whatnot. There are three riders. They see you guys coming up. One of them steps forward and says, Now we want y'all to hear this, which is why we had y'all come out. Which one of you mangy polecats humiliated Twitchy Quindlin? I don't enjoy being called a polecat, sir. I am a lady. You the one that done it? I was lenient to Twitchy. A few gentlemen do not want to test my lenience. I suggest you right off. Well, I ain't sure that's how this is going to work. You see, Twitchy... I see he is not here. Obviously, he did not have the courage to face me again. I'm sure if you survive this, you won't either. Well, it's not so much about Twitchy. It's that we can't have these kind of things happening here. And you humiliated Skeleton Bill's favorite cousin. And we're just here to tell you, retribution's gonna come hard. Hard, I say. That sounds troubling. Hey, Henry, do you need my help or do you want me just to sit back and watch? I say, please yourself. You have earned his wrath. You might have done better to even kill Quinlan. Now he's got to live on knowing that he was bested by some tender foot. We are not going to let this stand, sir. Be warned. I thank you for the warning, then. (laughs) Is that all? They turn and ride (laughs) off. Oh, that was anticlimactic. I was really hoping for some more excitement today. Oh, there's three more of them to make it easier for you to track them. That is true. Should we go back and help Bess with the dynamite so we can load up and follow them? That sounds good. They're not hiding their tracks at all. This should be easy. You know, no no plan survives contact with the damn players. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we sit here and think of ways to mess with your plans. No, but you do it quite well anyway. Okay, so you go back to help with the dynamite. Is that my understanding? Yep. Okay. As they come back in, they hear Bessie. And that was when he tripped over his gun belt. And he and the lady who was helping both laugh. Because while we were fixing the dynamite, we were sharing stories of our past in the business. I can shop. Because Bess likes to make friends wherever she goes. As I'm walking back towards the store, I stopped by Sheen and go, hey, why don't you keep an eye on those people who just left town? She pads off, and we go to the store. I don't understand how this works. You have her following. She's not Lassie. How are you getting information from her about where they are based on? Because she'll show me if they try to cover their tracks or anything like that. I mean, are cats good smellers? Yeah, their noses are something like. 500 times stronger than ours or some crazy something like that. Okay, I just, I know people have dogs follow scents, but most people don't have tracking cats, so I didn't know if they would be following scents as well. They can smell and they have definitely better eyesight than dogs, so they're much better at following signs than the dogs are. The dogs only follow by smell usually because their eyesight isn't actually that good. I get that. She'll be able to ride the puma back to wherever. Yeah. Okay. She'll come back and get me and then we'll follow her lead as long as we don't come across a rabbit (laughs) her and rabbit sometimes she gets a little sidetracked sometimes okay so you finish fixing up the dynamite dynamite, and seth says you know i've been thinking about where they might be hiding and uh i don't know if i like what i'm thinking because i don't think it bodes very well for you where would that be well i'm wondering if they're hiding out in our 
copper mine. Why would they hide out in a filthy old mine? I don't know. It'd be the last place somebody would think of. And, uh, uh, well, maybe it was a dumb idea. What direction is your copper mine from here? Oh, it's off to the east, a little ways down. I'm sorry, Sugar. I'm just a fluff-headed woman. But I, I would think that the miners would notice if they had bandits holding up in, in the mine they're working. There hasn't really been much mining going on of late. That's why I got all this dynamite in the back. Well, why hasn't there been any mining going on? We were kind of wondering about that ourselves, but it does slow down. I mean, there was a pretty big strike not that long ago, so it usually takes a while for more to be found. Nobody's ever said they thought it was dried up. My concern, though, is if they are in somewhere like that, there's at least 20 gunmen in that gang. What are you going to do against all of them if they are there all at once there's only three of you well we have dynamite and they're in a well, cave now, now you do yeah but i think we'll figure out something all right yeah don't you worry about us sugar we're professionals all right well i hope so i hope that dynamite comes in handy oh i'm sure it will i was thinking the exact same thing sweetheart okay so wonderful when we all have the same ideals floating through our heads <laughs> A sign that the great spirit is watching over us. And shortly thereafter, uh, you hear off in the distance a familiar... Your puma comes trotting, ambling, whatever. Trotting works for most animals. So Trotting up. Hey, Sheena. Are you ready to take us to the bad guys? <laughs> oh, you're happy. I'm so glad you had fun on your little journey. Come on. Let's get going. Guys, ready? She drops a rabbit at your feet. Gina, tell me you at least found exactly where they went before you got the rabbit. Well, we have dinner for tonight. (laughs) I'm sure we'll have no problem tracking them. Okay, let's follow their tracks out of here. Okay. You could have at least skinned it, Gina. Come on, you're going to make me do all the hard work? She cocks her head. So y'all are taking off. Following the tracks. Following the tracks out of town. You go north for a bit, and then the trail does turn east. Forgive me, I am in uncharted territory, and I'm not sure how to describe the terrain. Mountains, sand dunes. Well, there's sand dunes, but you're heading... I don't know know how these things work. She's heading you toward the mine, but there's not a sign that says, Welcome to the copper mine. I don't know how the hell. There's usually, usually as you approach the mine, there's, and, and yeah, there's tailings, and... which would be piles of rock and stuff that's been crushed up and brought out of the mine. And there's usually broken tools laying around and stuff like that. Okay. Well, yeah, you are finding signs of all that as you are heading past. Go ahead and make a, I guess, mind. And if you have any kind of... Who's making this rule? Uh, everybody. Make a rule and add mind and any applicable career to nature, survival, or whatnot. Well, I do have the mountain environment growing boom. But this is more of a desert area. Yeah, so that's why I was thinking it might not. Would Bounty but- Hunter qualify? It might, because you know what things to look for. You've looked for many hideouts before. And I think both the brave or the shaman, either one, would, because looking for things out of place in nature and following sign and everything. Okay. So let's see here. So if I do shaman, it's two, and mind is two. And we're rolling two. Two D6. I got a four and a five plus four, right? Yep. So that's 13. 13. Bess and Henry, what did you guys get? Well, let me give my, I may not need it. Uh, I would get uh, at least a 10 here with my mind. If you'll let me use my Eastern cowboy, because I've studied to be a cowboy and tracking and stuff out on the range. Then that'll um, get me I'll to... let you use it, but you're at a minus one because there's a difference between book learning and actual field learning. Okay. Well, that gets me to an 11. Okay. And best? I got a one and a two plus one, so I got four. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, you totally missed the sign because you're still talking about what a sweet guy that guy at the shop was. Oh my god, he was so good looking, but also I really don't want to get dirty. Yeah, and as you're passing by the mining area there's a lot of ways to get dirty i mean it's not exactly clean living out there but henry and shay you are noticing that it's not so much the mine itself but there are a lot of caves that look like they could be 
promising hideouts. If you were outlaws and you wanted to hide out somewhere, you could see any number of these. They're kind of off to the side. They're A lot of them are pretty well hidden, unless you know what to look for. Yes, a lot of them have brush and rocks partially concealing their entrances. There's many possibilities over here. Can we, can we check the tracks where they go into? They go into one of these caves. Sure. Go ahead and make a tracking roll of some sort. Mm-hmm. It should probably be the same. Yeah, probably the mine and the shaman roller. Right. Ooh, two sixes. Nice. That's You definitely yeah. succeeded. In fact, there's not a lot of penalties here, so I would say that's a mighty success. And remember, I have the extra four, too, so that's 16 altogether. Right. But. Yeah, you have no trouble finding, because uh, some of those tracks are Sheena herself, so mm-hmm. uh, you're able to kind of see where, where she, she sniffed out. Sniffed human. out. Yeah, and she yeah. didn't go to the cave. In fact, she peed there. <laughs> I was going to say, she marked it somehow. Yeah. It? Yeah. Good so job, Sheena. So you're pretty sure that looks like it could be the place. If they're not hiding there themselves, they're sure storing something there. With oh, the position of the cave, it's going to be hard to sneak up on it, though. So we need to figure out how we're going to do this. Well, let's see if we can take some of this dynamite, sneak up close, plan it, and then if we need to, set it off and... Seal them in there. Sounds like a plan. Who wants to do the sneaking? If you guys can keep Sheena back, I can do it. But if Sheena comes, she might make me a lot more noticeable. I'd be happy to accompany you. You hear that, Sheena? You have to stay here. So should we do a roll to see if we manage to sneak up? I think it'd be probably using the same. Or agility. Let's see. So agility and shaman, six and a four. So 10 plus three. So 13. That definitely succeeds. You're trying to sneak in. We're sneaking up and planting the dynamite. So we have it ready just in case. So we're getting to the mouth of the cave without being seen. So we can plant the dynamite and scout it out. Hey, and you rolled an 11. Hey, let's see. I give I will, use my boon here, athletic, to get a bonus die. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got a thirteen. Yeah, and give me to a nine. And they roll yeah. as well. Ties go to the heroes. So I'm gonna say that while you're sneaking, you see a guard or a lookout who looked like he might have spotted something, but you stand stock still in the shadow, mm-hmm. and he eventually kind of. Uh, gets- you have to be more careful where you step. Ah, I probably should have taken my spurs off. <laughs> that might have helped. Okay, but he did not spot you, so the dynamite... Oh, well, I already called it. I think it's supposed to be whoever has the highest at or career, but uh, I have a feeling you do because their highest one or applicable stuff goes. Yeah, the shaman has a two. Oh, the two shaman wasn't the one who nearly got spotted. It was Henry. Oh, yeah, I, I was fine. I got a two in agility. Okay. Either way, it worked out that way that they did not spot you. Just came very close. So you've got the stuff planted, and uh, it's starting to get dark. Uh, it seems only fair we give them a chance to surrender. Yeah. So when they were preparing the dynamite, did we actually find a long enough fuse and detonator, or are we? Well, you didn't find it? detonators. He said he didn't have any detonators. So I don't know what. So, so we're using a match or a spark to we'll light have to the shoot them, obviously. I'm going to shoot one and then yes, set off all the rest. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so why don't we... So you've, you've tied them all into a big, huge chain of 50s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why well, why don't we go? Well, I don't know. We had all fifty of them. I mean, we oh, okay. don't need that much to blast yeah. the entrance we, here. We use a couple on each side, you know. Save some in reserve in case we don't catch them all this time. Yeah. Or if there's a back entrance. So I say we go back down the hill away so they don't know we've gotten that close and ask them to surrender nicely. Give them the option. And then if they don't, we light the fuse and watch them explode in a million brilliant little pieces. Okay. Call to them here. You ready for that? Well, since Beth, yeah. We're going to say Beth is still down there, so she'd be perfect to. Perfect to what? We had the. Entrance of the cave, rigged with dynamite. Yes. And since you're a little bit further from the cave than we are, we're going to have you ask them nicely to surrender. And if they don't, we're going to blow them to smithereens. Oh, I didn't hear that part of the plan before you left. Mm-hmm. So then did you give me the signals that you were ready? Yep. What was the signal? I waved my hat at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yoo-hoo! Is the skeleton gang about? I would just like to say as a representative 
of the government that you are being given this opportunity to lay down your arm and come out with your hands up and surrender to my authority so that you can be brought in and tried for crimes against tumbleweed and humanity. How close are the rest of you? We've kind of snuck back away, so we're not going to be in the blast. And right. Because from yeah. inside, you hear like, what, what is that? Who is that? Oh, my God. Wait, what the hell? They, Bill, they got us. No, they, they're just bluff. And the gaunt Mexican that you've heard about, Lobo Azure, comes up toward the entrance. Do you think we're going to surrender to any of you, especially like of a woman of a whore? I think not. Is that? Oh, my goodness. Is that you, Lobo? I do believe I recognize you from your picture. That is no way to speak to a lady. I will make a note of that and include it in my report. Now, I see you've come out. Are you ready to surrender? He fires a shot. And misses. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, that was a horrible roll. So, yeah, he does miss. We can't let him speak to best like that. Do you want to be the on? Hang on. Or? Actually, before, okay. I, before I take my finger off the chess piece, he okay. fires because he has two guns. I forgot. He always... So... He fires two shots. One of them did miss, and the other one also missed. Uh -oh. Are you wearing a hat? Yeah, I don't know the style, but one of those flat, wide-brimmed hats. Okay, well, you aren't anymore. What? Ooh, that was uncalled for. Attacking my Come accessories. On. We need to go. Come on. I shoot the dynamite. Yes, I was going to say, I raise an eyebrow at you, like, okay, who's going to do the honors? <laughs> we'll see what happens here. You hear a bunch of booted feet approaching the entrance of the... Well, actually, this might work very well. So you shoot the dynamite. I'm not going to make you roll because you've had time to aim and everything else. Shattering kaboom. You're shattering kaboom. It does D6H. So that's 2D6 taking the higher result. Out 10 yards. Indirect damage. So it goes around corners. Holy... F oh, damn. Okay, so that's... Uh, that's oh, and it's stepped up per extra stick. So before I finalize this... Uh, I think we did three on each side. Okay, so that's... And then buried one in the center so it explode up from their feet. I love these little details. Okay, so that would be... Read, I'm just going to... That's like six sticks. Seven. Uh, seven. So three okay. on each side and then one buried under on the ground at their feet. 2D6L, 2D6L, 8D6L. Okay, that's what I thought. So 3D6H... Is the high as high as it goes? They're like at that point, you're just shooting through holes. <laughs> okay, so three d six taking the highest one, which okay, so that's six. You take out six of them in one in one in the the initial blast, and of course the they're. The rocks, the bits of debris are now causing. At the very least, it's more difficult to get out of the cave because there's less of a, you know, the entrance is collapsing. Um, What's the plan? If they come out, we shoot them. I do wish you had accepted my offer. You are worth so much more alive than dead. And we are in combat. There are shootings going on from inside the cave. The one bad thing is now that there are collapsed portions of cave, that makes for good cover from behind it. But you definitely have them at a disadvantage as far as... And, yeah, and they're probably you. still choking on the smoke and the fumes. And right, so I was going to roll for initiative, but yeah, because they're having to deal with that, uh, you guys get to go first. There are 14 of these people. Uh, nope, I'm going to make it 15 because there are three of you, so that's five apiece. Seems almost fair. <laughs> almost fair, yes. So what are we rolling for? You are shooting, I'm assuming. Yes. So we're going to be using our ranged range weapons? Range and agility. I think. Okay, so that, well, that unless I find out different wanna, for next time. We have more dynamite. I can yes. We'll start <laughs> chucking sticks towards the entrance and shoot them. Yep. So okay. That. So that gives me three, and I think I am gonna. I'll give them a fair chance. I'll start with the rifle. I grab my Spencer carbine and I take aim at the one closest to the cave entrance that's still alive, and I got eleven. Okay, now the guys are at, uh, I would say you're about 30 yards away. What is your range increment on that? 35. Okay, so you're within it. And it says D6H with a range of two or something is what it says. No, uh, that's recoil. Oh, yeah, I forgot to subtract your recoil to, mm -hmm. from the roll. That would make yeah, it... So a nine. Yeah, yeah so it still hits. All right, D6H, that's two D6, take the higher one. Uh, Six. Okay, there's now 13 
left. Next. Well, I did say you guys get to go first, so we're not rolling for initiative. So whichever of you wants to go next, go next. Best, did you have a gun or were you just all whips and... Uh... I do have a gun. Okay. But it's got a 15-yard range and you guys are 35 yards away and I'm further away than you. So yes, well, what's the penalty for long range? I believe it is minus... Uh, where's that chart? Uh, uh, oh, minus two. Yeah, we'll go with that. I don't have the chart handy. And I don't want to look it up. So yeah, minus two. Sounds good to me. Okay. Because I'll chuck a stick to the entrance and expect at least one of us to shoot it and set it off. Okay. Okay. Well, might I be able to move forward and shoot? That's fine. Okay. There's no penalty for that. I mean, I'm still not going to be close enough. I'm still going to get a penalty, but I can slowly work my way. I'm going to move forward and hide behind a cactus or tree or whatever flora. It's going to be all kinds of rocks and mining carts. Yeah, just get uncover and fire. And that's agility and range? Uh, Yes. And that is a nine exact. Oh, minus two is a seven exact. Oh, you missed. Unless you spend a hero point and re-roll. Yeah, you can. Unless I spend a hero point re-roll which i shall do okay oh you can yes i just say it says you can choose which ones you re-roll like if one was a six or something you don't have to re-roll it you can roll the other one that sort of thing well they were both threes yeah <laughs> so roll both of them um uh, yeah you can you can or can i i haven't seen where you can oh. pick the 2d6 part it's saying if you use bonus dice you can re-roll those as well i don't know uh, but I'm... That's why I read it, that you could re-roll any of them, including the bonus die you got to pick, which ones you got to re-roll. That's the way I read it, at least. Okay. Well, I'm not going to look it up right now. We're in the middle of a thing, so we will go well, with that for now. Well, it's mute, it's moot anyway, because he would want to re-roll both of those. Correct. Uh, you do have to take the second result. You can't just re-roll indefinitely. So. Uh, but if you want to re-roll both those, or was that what came up threes? No, the threes was the first one. Okay, yeah, so if you spend a hero point, you can... you can. Uh, but I can only do that once. For this action, yeah. Okay, I'll spend a hero point, and I will re-roll, and I got now... Well, now I'm at a four. Okay, that's a long way from nine. Yeah, I was closer at seven, but yeah. both okay, of well, them missed. <laughs> okay, well, so you fire and you miss, and that's okay. You, you can't be perfect all the time. There's a reason they call me best the whip. <laughs> Yes. Oh, crap. It's eight o'clock. Yeah. I don't know what to do here because there's no way to stretch this into a whole other session. But we're Unless not. the dynamite actually collapsed the cave and they're escaping out the back and we've got to track it down again, completely undoing everything we did this session so that you can play three hours next time. <laughs> well, not everything. The ones that are dead are still dead. That's the point. True. But we still have to find the others and catch them. Oh, what the hell? Because I don't want to keep you up too late. They could just surrender. I mean, maybe I persuade them with all my sweet talk. The dynamite might have had something to do with it. Yeah, and the giant puma that's about to come tearing into the cave. (laughs) Oh, that's a good thing. As we're sitting there, we hear, ah, I'm inside the cave and the men start screaming. (laughs) And I Yeah, you know what? That works. That works. And she takes... Jesus Christ, another six of them out. So now they're... So yeah, they surrender because then they're down to eight left and they've already lost 12 of them. And they're... Yes, and they're trapped in a corner with the cat snarling at them, blood dripping from its veins. But what you don't find as you're gathering them all up and doing what you need to do, what you're noticing is that Lobo Azure is nowhere to be seen among them and neither is Skeleton Bill himself. Which... Well, we'll get the bounties for these, and then we'll head out after the other two. We'll find them. Don't you worry, Bess. We got your back on this. Okay, so I have a week to come up with what the hell is going on. (laughs) (laughs) I damn you people uh, behind the scenes, and then uh, well, hold on. Well, yeah, real quick, and then because I got done drinking water, I'm done. Um, (laughs) But uh, it was. (laughs) <laughs> it was supposed to be where they go into the town and you're like i have no idea where these guys are hiding out i was totally going the last half of this was by the seat of my uh, and that's what makes it fun it makes it fun but i i need to improve <laughs> i'm sorry but, uh, i don't understand what we did wrong you didn't do anything wrong <laughs> okay we're just smarter than they i just wish the damn adventure had come up with 
what if you know they assume things that they shouldn't assume and i didn't even think to question it so that's where i went wrong all right i have got to uh so good night everybody okay I'd like to apologize, listeners. I had just started a new water regimen, and I had been drinking a ton of water, so there are several points in the game where I had to just say, like, I'll be right back, and take off down the hall to heed the call of nature and get real quick back to the game. I cut most of that out, but unfortunately, that's why it ended so abruptly. What can I say? Uh... Sorry, but I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed the characters, and I hope you enjoyed uh, getting the first glimpse at everyone, because we did. And as I said, this is the first of several sessions wherein we'll be using that system. Next week, I'm rather proud of because we are going to be doing a two-part adventure that I created out of all but whole cloth. I got a very scant premise from an adventure idea in a different game. And I just sort of took it and ran with it. And it ended up being the first time I've ever created a mystery adventure. And it worked out pretty well, I thought. I'll let you judge. But that's next week. In the meantime, please feel free to send us some feedback either on our Monkeys Took My Jetpack Facebook group or I'm going to try to find a link to our Discord server. Moondog set it up a while back, and it's still up there, and we've never done anything with it, and I think that needs to change, so uh, we'll see what happens. I'm learning about Discord as I go, so I don't even know how to get the link to you, but I will. if it's in the show notes, that means I found it. <laughs> if it's not, then I'm still looking, and as soon as I do find it, it'll be in the show notes, because I would love to get our Discord up and running in a meaningful way. Anyway, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to say. I can't think of anything, so if there is, it'll be in the show notes as well. So until next time, this is Blind Geek, thanking you once again for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always let it soar! Soar!